Hello, it's me. I'm back again. I've been struggling a little uh, with this whole podcast thing, and I need I need a bit of a dig out um, from one summer Bollies. What I've been struggling with. Fuck, where to even start? Right. This has been typical. The way I've started this podcast has been typical of the way I've started the last ten recordings that I've made in the last like two days, which I've since deleted because I've started talking as I have now with you know a vague idea of you know what I had in my head to to mention, but then I've distracted myself as I tend to do, and I've gone down too much of a tangent or too much of a rabbit hole. I lose my train of thought. I'm really opposed to the idea of pausing the recording and kind of starting again. I'm not fundamentally opposed to it. I'll do it on occasion, but ideally I'd not. In the same sense that when I started recording the conversations with with guests, I never went down the editing route. And having spoken to my little brother post our conversation, the, the little bit of, you know, quote-unquote editing that I've been doing, the equalisation part, what came out in the wash of our conversation, because he has his own podcast, the All About You podcast, that I, I recommend you check out. It's all about emotional well-being as opposed to, to mental health. But anyway, we, because he is a podcast, we were kind of... No, we were putting our heads together, basically, as to how we produce for want of a better term our podcast and upload them and where we upload them to and all that kind of back end stuff that the, the listener needn't worry about not that there's a whole pile and again if anybody's interested in starting their own podcast number one I couldn't recommend it more highly and number two fucking hit me up an email and I'll, I'll give you a dig out I'll, I'll just show you fucking a way around a couple of potholes to save you fucking falling into them no doubt you'll make your own mistakes and and so you should but not the same mistakes that everybody fucking makes skip those and, and make new mistakes anyway in the last number of recordings that I've made I get to this point and I go oh fuck I'm after forgetting ah oh, bollocks and you know just delete the whole fucking lot and like I might have only done a minute there but I could have done maybe 10 minutes in another one So the whole thing has been a, a really steep learning curve, but in a in a good way, not without its fucking uh, stresses and its anxiety and, uh, and other kind of relatively negative things. But like, look, that's that's all part and parcel of fucking life too. You have to embrace that kind of shit. And if you don't have adversity in your life, you'll be the worse off for the lack of it. Now, obviously, you don't want to be inundated with too much adversity and, you know, the, the whole thing just comes crumbling down on top of you and you end up having a fucking panic attack or fucking getting depressed or whatever. But I digress, as always. The point. I've been struggling with the solo episodes of late because, I don't know, I've, my own standard is too fucking high, I think. And that can be that can be a good thing, but it can also be quite a crippling thing because I make a recording and I go, ah, oh, no, fuck it, it's not good enough, and then I don't want to do one straight away. 
I don't do one that evening, I don't do one the next day, I don't do the next day, and then you've built up this thing, oh, I haven't done one in a couple of days, oh, and you build up a bit of pressure, and it, it's all, it's all conflated nonsense, basically. So, what I've been trying to figure out is why I'm doing what I'm doing and what I'm doing. So trying to figure out why I'm doing what it is that I'm doing, but before I can, I think that's, that's the problem. Just thinking out loud, I think it's kind of half coming to me. I've been trying to figure out why I've been doing what I've been doing and you know, what's the end goal and you know, like is this, is this, a, is this a Navin thing? Is this an Irish thing? Is this a global thing? Is it, an, is it a Navin thing before it's an Irish thing, before it's a global thing? Is it online? Is it offline? Is it both? You know... And why, and why am I doing it? Like what's, the, what's the kind of motivation? What's the end goal? Because I've, I've started loads of things over the years, only not to continue them. And like that's, that's fine, you, sh- you should try things and not continue them if you, if you see fit. But with this, I feel like there's, I don't know, I just don't want to be fucking wasting people's time, I suppose, to a certain degree, I don't know. And again, here's another classic example of, oh, I, I'm kind of half losing the run of me, I'm half losing my train of thought. No, it's bollocks. You know, delete it, it's no good. You're only wrecking people's heads, whatever. But I'm gonna, I think I've committed to soldiering on in this one as bad as the recording may become and just fucking upload it anyway and do the same with the next one and the next one at the very least until I knock out the 40. Because that whole 40 thing has been a bit fucking, I don't know, probably needlessly stress inducing. And I'll get back to how I'm struggling and what the podcast is and will become in a minute. But just on that point, I didn't pick a great time, I don't think, to do the whole 40 podcasts in 40 days thing. Now, the reason I just bit the bullet and said, fuck it and did it, and I don't regret doing that for a second. But the reason that I did it, like the, the method in my madness was... You know, th- there was never going to be a good time. Like when I started it, don't quote me on the, the time frame here, but I was two months out, f- no, it wouldn't have been two months, I was probably a fortnight out from herself's due date. So, to say that it wasn't a perfect time would have been putting it mildly. I had just taken on a, a big contract with work, as well as that, you know, and, and, and all the other fucking trials and tribulations that fucking life throws in you on a, a fucking daily basis, basically. But I said, fuck it, no, I'll do it, because if I don't do it now, I won't do it in a month, because in a month, you know, there'll be a newborn in the house. And in two months' time, you know, there'll be a fucking, uh, a month or two old baby in the house. and. There's always something. And people postpone things waiting for the perfect time. And the perfect time never comes. And then your life is over. So there's great utility in just saying, fuck it. There'll never be a perfect time, so let's just start it. But I went a little too far. 
I think. Now, maybe I didn't. I'd be interested to hear what your thoughts on this are. I'm off the lead at gmail.com will get me. So, even there now, I'm after fucking losing my train of thought by dropping in that I'm off the lead at gmail.com thing. And again, should I be doing that? Should I be addressing, you know, the audience or listeners or whatever it is? Or should I be just fucking talking to myself? You know, should it be my internal dialogue and never mind the would-be kind of listener thing? Because I've, I've literally, I literally interrupted myself there by dropping in the, oh, you know, you can contact me on now. I'm off the gmail.com. Shut the fuck up, Frano. And just talk. And see where it goes. And try and achieve that fucking flow state. Try and achieve that... You know... 10... You know, 2 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it becomes. Of talking... That when you finish, you go, what the fuck did I just say? Did you ever drive somewhere? And you get there and you kind of go, I don't remember the last 20 minutes of that journey. Or, I don't remember going through that town. Or you might say, did I drive through Trim on my way here? I can't even remember. And that's analogous to a flow state, I think. It's, I suppose it's it's acting without realising you're acting. And by acting, I mean just making your way through the world without really being that conscious of it it's been consumed with a moment which is essentially what all I can't think of the umbrella term guru is not the right one but the Joseph Campbell's the Alan Watts um, who else like the, the Sam Harris's all the enlightened or more enlightened than most people all rant and rave about this idea of being in the present moment and that if you're not in the present moment you're always almost preparing for the future but that future never comes I think it was Joy Boot that actually had me talking about or had me thinking about Alan Watts I think she mentioned that she was a big fan and I kind of went oh yeah people keep mentioning him to me and they have done over the years and I've, I've tried to listen to him on YouTube but he just, he has this not persona, he has this vibe I suppose you could call it whereby he, he and all these other kind of super enlightened people, they all tend to talk quite slowly and methodically and they're very thoughtful people and every word is beautifully crafted within the sentence and that shit just fucking bugs me there's something I wouldn't call it fake because I don't think any of the guys that I mentioned there are, are remotely fake but there's just something about it that kind of rubs me up the wrong way but anyway what was it that Watts was saying that resonated with me recently I don't know. Again, I've gone and interrupted myself. And I don't know what this sounds like. I I was just about to say, I don't know what this sounds like to the listener. 
and again is that what's is that what's killing the the kind of the flow state that I'm trying to achieve I think I need to kind of get out of my own way and forget that I'm being recorded because I'm conscious of the, the solo episodes running too long that's one thing because the, the 20 minutes people seem to like that but again am I just fucking muddying the waters with this idea that you know people seem to like it so do it that way I really think I'm really beginning to think that I have to get the fuck out of my own way and just talk and even if it doesn't even if there's no beginning middle and end to any of the episodes and maybe if they're fucking all over the place even more so than usual maybe that's a good thing maybe maybe people will stop listening maybe that doesn't matter I don't want to really monetize the podcast I do and I don't that's, a, that's been a, a tricky one that's another thing that I've been kind of struggling to get my head around like should I be charging people for it I don't like the idea of charging people for it because as soon as you start charging people for it it becomes almost an elitist thing you know what about the people who can't afford it oh well fuck them you know I don't want that I can sell merchandise it's absolutely something I'm going to do be interesting to see if anybody has any interest like if any of it actually sells but look I'll start off small and it'll probably make a loss at the start but that loss will more than likely be uh, what's the word I'll more than likely be insulated against whatever losses that that might accrue by my patrons and to those of you who've gone on to www.patreon.com forward slash off the lead and have financially supported me to the tune of a euro a month or more or maybe a once off payment thank you very much that's a fucking sincere thank you and that should make you fucking feel very very fucking good genuinely should because that it just embodies the idea that you're voting with your voting with your money you're literally paying for what you want to see more of in this world and if you're not supporting the podcast you know because you can't afford to or whatever you know that's obviously grand but one thing that you can do if you can't afford to support either this or something else don't support things that you don't want to see more of you mightn't be able to support this platform or other platforms that you might want to support but we can all afford to not support things that we don't want to see more of and again I don't want to go down that rabbit hole I want to get back to uh, what I was saying at the outset of this you know why I'm doing what I'm doing what it is exactly that I'm doing I don't know which of those comes first defining what it is that I've been doing or I'm striving to do or I'm looking to do 
Is it those or one of those? Or is it how I'm doing it? Should it just be conversations? Should it just be solo episodes? Should one guide the other? And that's, that's what I'm leaning towards, I think. I want to move away, and I think I've mentioned this before. I don't want to be interviewing people. I don't really have that much interest. I do have interest in interviewing people, but I don't think there's any longevity in me being an interviewer. There's something to interviewing people the first time they come on. I think think that's what kind of happened with Anthony Murphy a little. He came on, I interviewed him, I kind of, I suppose, got to know him a little and, and hopefully so did the listener. They got a handle on him. So, maybe there's something in that. I get a guest on, we speak for one, two, three hours, whatever it is, but it's an interview. They do that, brilliant. But then maybe there's a, maybe there's a next step. So maybe the next step is getting them back on. Having got all the kind of bullshit out of the way, having got the interview out of the way, having gone out of each other's way, having let the guests kind of understand basically what they're in for, what the format is like, you know, what I'm like. Because for the most part, new guests mightn't necessarily have ever really heard the Off The Lead podcast before. So they're, they're obviously going to be a little bit reserved. Far more reserved than they would be had they been on already. So take Andy Ryan, for example. I interviewed him. And that, you know, went on for an hour and a half and that was great. But I'd love to have a chat with him again. Because that conversation would far more likely be an off-the-lead conversation. Because I don't think the conversation that I had with Andy Ryan was off the lead. He's off the lead. No fucking doubt about it. (laughs) But I don't think that conversation was. Not in the same way that mine and Pat O'Reilly's conversation was. That was off the lead. That was about fucking everything and anything. And, you know, we, we we both took risks in that. And there's an element of taking risk that's... It kind of goes hand in hand with the off the lead mentality, I think. I'm not sure that there's there's something there. Risk is... Risk is is a big part of it, I think. The opposite of risk in that sense is, is kind of safety. And if you're, if you're very safe, if you're not willing to, you know, stick your neck out there and you know, try something different or push the boundaries or or test yourself or push yourself. You know, you're on the lead, you're safe, you're... You're being protected by someone or something. You know, or I wouldn't go on that podcast, God knows what I'd say, I, I, I wouldn't take that risk. And the people who've come on, fair fucking play to them, because... It is kind of risky. Now, only fucking kind of risky. Don't fucking blow it up to be more than what it is. It's not as if I really go after people. It's not as if I, you know, will 
will push and push and push and prod and poke and get you to say something that's, you know, you get you to espouse a view you didn't really realise you held. That's not what I'm about at all, not, not in the least. My job is made a hell of a lot easier by people who have something to say. But I'd be interested to hear people's feedback in relation to the idea of getting people on a second time. Because Ivor came on a second time, but that was a, I don't know, there was a, he kind of came on the second time to finish his story, to almost finish the interview. Now we did do a good, both those conversations, I think it's fair to say we're off the lead. <laughs> Just given the subject matter, I suppose. But I think in the same way that I didn't want to have any real editing in the conversations. Sorry, let me start that again. I don't edit the conversations and I don't, you know, there's no script or there's no nothing. It's just as, as free-flowing a conversation as I, as I can make it. And my thought of not editing it originally was better to get better at conversations or being a conversationalist if that's a word it's better to get better at doing that than to get better at you know post-production and editing and I think there's something analogous there with the solo episodes Instead of having, uh, you know, bullet points so that I don't go off topic too much, I think I'm better off essentially uploading a load of bad ones. Not bad ones, but ones that aren't as, as good as they could be. But viewing it as almost a form of training to get better. You know, put your put your energy into getting better at what it is that you're doing, not getting better at editing what it is that you're doing. But I think what I've been struggling with more than most is what is it that I'm doing? And why am I doing it? And which one of those comes first? What should I be concentrating on? What is it that I'm trying to do? or why I'm trying to do what I'm doing which because I think each one guides the other but I don't know which one should get precedence or which one is more important it's just it's a it's a it's a funny dynamic and there's an element of that in in each of us as individuals because there's a what you are and a who you are. And I think a lot of time has been taken up with this notion of, you know, who am I? That great existential question that we all ask ourselves from time to time. Maybe not all of us. I don't know, I obviously can't speak for everyone. But it, it, it's in kind of popular culture, this, this notion of, you know, who am I? 
but we rarely hear I've never heard say this notion of what am I and what I mean by that is what are you like fundamentally what are you if you were to be you know cryogenically frozen and examined in a in 200 years when we've made you know massive advances in all sorts and they did an op- they did an autopsy on your brain what would you be described as you know height width you know top speed all those things you could kind of figure out but what I'm talking about is is that in the, is that in the brain? You know, we, we can see here with the size of the amygdala that this person was prone to X, Y, and Z. And that's based on purely just the physical structure of your brain. Because I'm increasingly convincing myself that our brains are as different as our bodies. Now, what I mean by that is, my brain is different to your brain, in the same way that my body is different to your body. So presumably we still have two legs and two knees and two fucking aortas and spleens and, no, we all have the same component parts maybe my legs are a little bit longer or thicker or shorter or maybe I've got bigger hands or smaller hands and we have that physical that same physicalness in our domes between our ears If you were six foot eight and you know seventy kgs, if that's just if that was your kind of walk around weight, that was your natural frame. You're this big, fucking, really tall, really gaunt, skinny person. You wouldn't presumably get into powerlifting because you just don't have the frame for it. In the same sense that if you were, you know, five foot four and a hundred kilos, you wouldn't get into, I don't know, basketball. Because you just, you wouldn't have the, you wouldn't have the physical features for it. And I think that there's, there's something analogous there with the brain. But with our, with our physical appearance, you know, the, our height and width and whatever else that's quite obvious we can kind of see that but the brain is a lot more nuanced to put it mildly but we can still figure out what we are like are you an aggressive person are you a timid person are you a confident person? Are you a introverted person? 
are you an intelligent person? And I think the better, I, th I just think that we should try to understand what we are on a real base level, fundamental level before we even try and decide, you know, who we are or who we might be or maybe this whole thing is just maybe my whole train of thought here is completely wrong-headed so what's the point of, 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 what, I'm, of what I'm saying here I've been trying to figure out what this podcast, and it's not just a podcast, what this whole movement thing or the whole off the lead thing is, you know, is it, is it local, is it global, is it both, is it, you know, is it this, is it that, is it the other. But until I get a better handle on what and who I am, those two things being quite distinct from each other, I'm never really going to be able to fully articulate what off the lead is or might become. And I think that's where I'm going to... I think that's where... I think that's what I'm going to do with the solo podcasts. Is do more of the same. Have this recording be more of an exemplar for what future recordings might be like. So, essentially uploading my internal dialogue. Trying as best as I can to, you know, for, forget that there's a listener or mention a fucking email address or any of that shit. That stuff just gets in the way. I mean, like, I could, I could include that as a little audio clip at the end of every podcast, you know... Want to get in touch? Contact this, and here's the Patreon, and here's the whatever, and here's this, and here's that, and the other. Just, just a little pre-recorded audio thing. I could just stick that in at the end of every podcast, which might just save me feeling the need to ever mention, you know, the email address or anything else for that matter. Whilst I'm kind of spitballing, because it, it does tend to get in the way, and I tend to lose my train of thought, as I have now, even just explaining this. But I think if people get the opportunity to listen to me figure out what and who I am, I think that that would be a great example to people. Or like a real kind of, like a worthwhile example of how they might do something similar themselves. As opposed to me you know, trying to tell you, because uh, I, th I think I've tried, I've, I've tried to give people, I've tried to, I suppose, educate people to a degree up until this point, something that I don't regret by any stretch of the imagination, but I've tried to explain certain things and open people up to certain things, the idea being that the more that they're exposed to, the more different things that they're exposed to, the more they might start thinking for themselves for a start if nothing else but also make them 
that little bit more aware that there might be more to life than what they will be aware of otherwise. And I suppose it's essentially what, I, what I'm trying to do, and I think it's encapsulated in what, has, what seems to be coming the kind of the slogan set, this idea of provoking conversations and initiating change. Like, I'm not happy with the, with the status quo, say. I'm not happy with the way things are. And I was actually chatting to a, a billionaire a, a couple of months ago. Um, Pierce Lyons. I can't think of the man's first name. But he, only, he actually only passed away recently. But he was speaking to a group of us in relation to entrepreneurship and he described entrepreneurship in a way that really resonated with me and he described it, and I'm paraphrasing this as, as always but you'll get the sentiment, he described entrepreneurship as a life of dissatisfaction and that resonated with me and still does. And it's a, it's a fucking burden, entrepreneurship. And if, if you want to, if you really want to change anything, like if, if you're unhappy with society, say, or culture or whatever it is, if you're unhappy with it now, odds are you'll always be unhappy with it because you're not gonna, you're not gonna live in, you're not gonna end up living in, the, in your utopia. Not that you would want to. I think people should have a protopian viewpoint, not a, not a not a utopian viewpoint. Let's make what we have marginally better. Because even if you could wave your magic wand and change everything, as soon as it becomes perfect, it becomes boring, I suppose. Continue, continuous improvement, I think, is, is where it's at. So strive maybe to have a protopian viewpoint as opposed to a utopian viewpoint. So maybe if I concentrate on, I suppose, figuring myself out. And uh, again, I, like, I suppose like what I said from the, from the start, if people listen well and good, if they don't, you know, dilly gaff. But I think this is what's gonna be most beneficial for me. And that might sound like an intrinsically selfish way of viewing things. And maybe it is. But I have, I have, a, I have a, it's not quite a theory, but a hypothesis, say, that selfishness is like supreme selfishness is the way forward in, in many respects. Because and I think I might have mentioned this before. If I haven't, I fucking should have. But the idea being that if I'm supremely selfish, like fucking pathologically selfish, 100% entirely self-centered, 
that means that in order for me to have any degree of happiness whatsoever or to achieve that yeah yeah happiness is the wrong term but whatever your measurement is whether it's happiness or fulfillment or whatever in order for me to maximize that my kids have to have it made my partner has to be fucking as happy as she can possibly be my friends and family have to be you know they have to have essentially a perfect life before I can so there's there's great utility in selfishness I think selfishness has got a bad a bad rap and that's something that I'm going to certainly revisit but in somewhat of a conclusion because I'm after pulling up the Keelings here I have to get out I think that's what I'm going to do from now on is basically just upload what will essentially be my internal dialogue just my own fucking thoughts me in my own head and you know forget that there's a listener because I think that's what's going to be most beneficial to me in the short term and to the off the lead movement or whatever it is in the long term. So on that somewhat waffly note, I feel a little bit more settled, I think. I think that I'll probably, I'll probably do another recording now shortly because I think I'm after clearing that up in my head a little and I think the more I the more I talk about it and the more of a flow state that I can get into the more I can get out of my own way the quicker I'll be at figuring out what this is where it's going thanks for listening and I'll chat to you shortly <laughs>